This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hey guys, here's a message from one of our partners, Spider VPN. As we all know, browsing the internet can be full of hidden dangers and snoopers, but you can easily protect yourself and at the same time get access to all your favourite websites and streams by using Spider VPN. They have some amazing offers right now and I come highly recommended. Check them out at spidervpn.org and uh, get yourself some great offers now. And don't forget to mention Dazzling Dave or Always Wolves to get yourself a real nice discount. That's spidervpn.org. Hello everyone, are we live? Yes, here we go. I'm all up and everything. I thought we had a technical glitch for just a moment then. I was like, that's a good start to the show, isn't it? Anyway, here we are. We're, we're, we're doing a live show. We're doing a really exciting transfer deadline day show, as it always is for our team, Wolverhampton Wanderers. So much happening in the transfer market on deadline day. I do believe Ryan, Ryan Giles might be going out on, <laughs> on loan to Blackburn. And um, we've just seen uh, Everton have just uh, announced Vanderburg. They're doing a bit of business. Um, so it's going to be um, it's going to be an interesting one. We've already got over 60 people uh, on the stream. And I'm absolutely chuffed to bits and delighted and thrilled to welcome my good friend. And everyone's going to be so happy. We've got... <laughs> hey, uh, you Hello, go. Amy. What an, what an intro. I don't know if I can live up to that, to be fair. <laughs> Mate, honestly, it's just, it's great uh, to be able to have you drop on. I know that um, during the lockdown, um, you were on extra time all the time because um, you were locked into uh, obviously your uh, apartment and, uh, you know, with, with your beautiful cat, Blossom, which I'm sure is knocking around somewhere. And um, yeah. since lockdown, your social life has just taken <laughs> off, obviously, yeah. <laughs> work and everything you're not able to come on as much but like we have got you for 10 minutes tonight how are you doing <laughs> yeah i'm good thank you good it's good to speak to you again and 
yeah, uh, life life is busy. Although I haven't actually been to Wolves much this year because of COVID, so I, I think know, maybe... it's, it's not just for COVID though, is it? Ames? because you've um, had so many people well, cause you have parties to go to as well because you, you, a lot of your friends have all set it a certain age, and there's yeah, been a lot of that. So it's the year of the thirtieth. So I missed the first three games because of COVID. So I missed the United game, the Southampton game, and the Sheffield United game because of COVID. And then I couldn't get a ticket to Brentford, so I watched that at home as well. So basically, if we start losing, then that's my cue to resign as a Bulls fan. No, so. we're, not any, we're not having any of that. To be honest, I was really lucky to get uh, to get to Brentford, and I really did enjoy the uh, the day. I was uh, thanks to uh, a gentleman and uh, f- now friend of mine that's going to be coming on the show in a, a, making his debut in a bit. That's Chris uh, Paul's dad, and we had a brilliant day. Um, down at Brentford yeah. and uh, I think we're going to have another one at West Ham away at, uh, later on in the season which I'll look forward to but they, they fed me and everything it was brilliant Ames, I can tell you. and we won nice. the game as well I know to be fair though with all that added time I was quite glad to be watching it at home really I didn't I didn't know when people were going to make it back <laughs> my boyfriend went and I thought is he going to make it home but anyway he did so it was a bit, a bit of a bizarre game me and dad both watched it on a very legal stream as you do I want to ask you done, wasn't it? And um, I've got to tell you now, Amy, because if you ever want to watch something, <laughs> um, uh, which is going to be uh, Spider VPN, who's, who's sponsored the show, they've actually just sent me their router, and you oh, plug nice. this in, and it, it basically gives you a VPN on every device in the house, and oh. they've sent it to me, and so we're like, uh, yeah, I've so, got to set um, it though. But uh, oh, thank yeah. you. Uh, yeah, very very good. So um. Yeah, we just finished watching the Brentford game and was like, well, that was a really bizarre extra 90 minutes. It was just a very, very, oh. very strange, very, very Wasn't strange it one game. Of the, uh, one of the most craziest games um, that you've ever seen in terms of like, I mean, what were you thinking was going on, mate? It's like when you were watching it at home. And we are going to get into the transfers in a minute. To be fair, I think watching it at home, you probably knew more than what was actually going on in the ground because they actually said, oh, what was happening on the commentary? Whereas when it was, I would assume if you were in the ground, well, Roy was like, oh, it was a drone. And then obviously after half time, was, when Roy, was Roy into, there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he well, went yeah, back he into there. the, then they went back into the tunnel, like the ref and stuff. So we probably actually knew more what was happening at home, to be fair, as you usually do with these things. But um, yeah, it was very bizarre. Very bit. I mean, I'm just glad that they, Wolves won and then there's like the fight at the end like with the manager and it's just everything weird that could have happened happened so yeah but thankfully got the win and it's very very good performance going into the um winter break so um so yeah don't know what that comment is but oh yeah I think he's on about the transfers been watching the transfer down sky Elvis from his Kings Finford Wolves um, yeah, I mean, to think, I mean, Amy, I need to ask you, how are you feeling about the January transfer window? What, I mean, sum it up in one word, what would you say? I don't expect anything in the January transfer window. I think it's a foolish time to make transfers. So, Adama, I mean, I think the Adama transfer is a bit, I'm glad he's not gone to a Premier League team. Like, I'd have been a bit disappointed if he had. However, he can't really afford... He wants to go back to Barcelona. However, I am slightly concerned that... Not slightly concerned, 
But I think he will be back at Wolves in the summer because Barcelona don't really have any money. <laughs> so I don't really know how they're going to buy him. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... Well, on, on, that, on that, Amy, I think that I read an article on that about Adama Traore. And we all know that Barcelona are... Um, I've got financial difficulties at the moment, which is one of the reasons why Aston Villa have got Coutinho uh, on loan yeah. till the end of the season. And there was some reports that Adama's not even getting any wages. That's been put right by uh, Barcelona, saying they are covering his wages. And there is, I've had some various comments on um, on my channel since, because I've done um, I've a couple of transfer updates. I did about Adama going and everything. A lot of people, some people are obviously, yeah, that's good, better than going to Tottenham. There's a few that are like, how is this a good deal for Wolves when we've lost uh, a player that can make an impact and um, and like we're basically not even getting a loan fee and they've got an option to buy at the end of the season. I think from what I was reading um, on it, that because of the financial situation that Barcelona are in, um, and some of the players have got off like because apparently in Spain they have a, 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 a pay cap or a, a yeah. salary cap or something, that come the summer, funds will become a lot more available to be able to make these purchases. So that's kind of why it's been deferred. But, I mean, you can understand why some people are saying if they don't buy him, where does that leave Wolves in the summer? Well, my prediction is they'll do a little swap of Adama for Trincao because obviously Trincao is on on loan from Barcelona currently. So I think that may be the plan because um, I think he was the option to buy for Trincao was about 25 mil. So it could be that that is some form of arrangement. Would you, would you though, would you take Trincao? Do you think he's worth 25 million? I think he's got potential. I think it's from some of the phases of play that you see, I, I mean, he, he has a lot of off moments, but I think there's definitely potential there when he has a good day, which, you know, Semedo last year probably had more slower, worse games and he did better games. So it might just be a year getting used to the, the Premier League. Um, but that could that was my thought when I was discussing it with my dad about how the hell are Barcelona going to afford to try all right at the end of the season? Um, as a potential solution if that were in the pipeline for Trincao to become permanently to Wolves. Um, they obviously see something in him because he's probably played more minutes than Adama has this year and definitely made more starts. So, But I think it's a shame for... It's bittersweet, I think, Adama leaving. I think he is genuinely the most infuriating player I've ever seen. And the most Wolves exciting time. at the same time. And the most exciting at the same time. Um so it's a shame. I mean, I think everyone liked him as a person. I think he was a great person. And he obviously got on well with a lot of the dressing room. But he obviously didn't want to be here. So if he'd have if he'd have wanted to stay, they'd have made some form of deal. Um, and my view is if a player wants to go, they should go because they're not going to get the best out of them. I think you um, make a really good point there because... Uh, again, I've had a few people that have said Wolves, you know, we haven't paid, didn't pay him enough money. Well, he was on something like £45,000 a week, which and the rest. probably <laughs> more than me and you earn basic in in a year. Um, so it's probably fair to say that. And Wolves have definitely offered him and tried to offer him better, a better, more money. 
and and this this saga has been going on and rumbling on for two transfer windows now up until this one, and he clearly for some reason hasn't wanted to to sign that. I think his yeah. heart's been set on going back to Barcelona. Yeah, and, and I don't. Uh, he's you know he's he's twenty six, which in football terms is quite. Oh, is he twenty four? No, twenty four. So he's um. Is he twenty six now? 24, 26. I can't remember. It was his birthday the other week, I think. Yeah. I saw on Instagram. Oh, it was Wang that was 26, wasn't it? I think he was 24, which um, in striker terms, he is probably, well, winger, striker, coming up to his peak, really. So, um, and would the style of play that he plays suit La Liga a bit better? Arguably, yes. So, I'm not... I mean, if Nevers, if we were sitting here tonight and Nevers had gone oh. to Man United, I would have, I don't think it would have been able to be able to come on. If we'd sold, sold Nevers, there would be a meltdown of... There'd be banners, there'd be fans outside there'd of be riots. There'd be riots. I mean, out of, out of every every player, every current player in the Wolves team, Nevers, Nevers is the key to that team. And I think the club knows that. I think Large knows that. And they would just throw money at him to stay unless he really, really wanted to go, which I don't think he does because he seems like he's set up his family quite well here. And, and you know, I know loyalty is not a, really a thing in football, but I think as much football loyalty as you can get is probably what Nevers feels. So yeah. it seems, think, like you say, very settled. He's got the wolf tattoo, wasn't it? And it. You know, I mean, when Neves first come, we thought we might have him for a year, maybe two, and we've had him now for four. He, in the absence of Connor Cody, he's our captain. You know, yeah. he's still young. He's got a young family. There was rumours in the summer that there was a done deal for Arsenal. That never happened. I mean, then Chaotic Rangers has put on here, £40 million for Neves is a joke. Absolutely. I'm, I'm laughing at that, at that. If if Jack Grealish can go to Manchester City for a hundred million pounds, he's only left a little finger in Neves. I mean, yeah. come on, he's got to be at least valued the same. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it, forty million is a joke, as you say. But yeah, I'm just, I'm just pleased. They've everyone kind of always knew Adama was going, but I, this, they've managed to keep kind of everyone else, which I think is good. I'm not. I always get a bit, a bit nervous about players coming in in um, January because I yeah. think sometimes it can disrupt a team and obviously yeah. they've been doing like obviously William Jose came in last year and that was a disaster I and mean, everyone thought it was going to be you know fantastic so yeah I don't think that and obviously a lot of the younger players are going out on loan which is good for them to get experience and stuff because it's better them to go out to European most of them European a few championship teams for them to get the experience and get them game time when they're not going to get it at Wolves, which is a positive in my opinion. So I think overall, there's nothing that I haven't really expected to happen. Like I didn't, I'd have been very, very surprised if Neves had gone in this transfer window. Um, and I think he's settled and there's no one. There's a few rumours about Kilman. He's not going to go. Well, Kilburn, they've, they've not long signed on a very, very long-term contract until like 2026. Yeah. And that's a shrewd move from Wolves because Kilburn, for me, um, is better than Maguire. And he's younger. He looks he looks 
he's going to be a mainstay of the Wolves team for such a long time. And he's still at 24. He's only going to keep improving because centre-backs really don't start to hit their real peak until they get to sort of 26, 27, 28. And he just looks absolutely imperious in the air, in his positional play, how he controls the ball on the ground, how confident he is. He's just been... He's got to be one of the contenders for player of this of the season by the end of the year, don't you think, Kilman? Yeah, I mean, I rated him last season as anyone you that did, watched this channel Amy, for a you while. Did, no, you love so. Kilman. You were there so, first, Amy. I know. I did. I did get the black wool shirt the other day at the shop, and I thought, oh, should I get? I never get players on the back of back of the shirt because I think it's a bit weird when women. No offense if any women have players on the back of the shirt. I think it's a bit odd. Um, so I didn't. But I was Kilman was probably the one that I would have got if. I had made that decision to get a name printed on the back of my shirt. So, um, yeah, I think he's fantastic. And I think he's done wonders this season as well. And I think it's just, I think it's just genuinely quite an exciting time. I read quite a good article the other day online from an Australian um, uh, newspaper reporter saying that Wolves were the kind of silent assassins of the Premier League, but were quite boring. Yeah. Um, because they're safe and no one really likes kind of what you want from football is like high goal scoring. You don't want consistency, but Wolves have obviously been very consistent and getting more consistent across the season. So it's quite a good article. I think it's Octopus or something if anyone wants to read it, but it's quite a good article that I thought summed up the season quite well. Um, so, yes, I just think, I think I'm really looking forward to the FA Cup game this weekend and I think it's going to be quite... that one. You had that one, Ames. Yes, yes. The whole family, even my mum is coming. Fantastic. <laughs> so, and my sister. So it's um, going to be an interesting one for sure. I don't know the last time the four of us went to a game, to be honest. So that should be quite nice. That would be really um, nice. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll be all be there. And then, what is it? And then it's Arsenal. Arsenal. We've still not played Arsenal away, which is a bit annoying. Um, so I don't know when those COVID games are going to be rearranged for. But, We're still um, waiting on those, aren't we, as well? Yeah. Still waiting on those. But, so we've uh, not actually played Arsenal this year, but that's soon. Um, so, yes, yeah, so looking forward to the next half of the season, really. And um, obviously, just to finish up on, obviously, we've had a fantastic start to 2022. I mean, four games, four wins, three in the league, three in the cup, uh, one in the cup. We've got the uh, Norwich up next in the cup, which is... A very winnable game, really, with Norwich struggling. And then we've yeah. got following it up with a home game against Arsenal and Tottenham Hotspur. Do you think it's uh, do you think it's with out of reach Champions League, or do you think we can start to dream a little? Or do you think it's uh, or where do you think we're gonna finish now? I'm not sure I'm really. Um I mean the cup for me is the priority. I think if we could get a very good cup run slash get to the final slash win it. Um, that would just be... I'd take that over a Champions League place any day of the week. So, yeah, 100%. That, for me, is the priority now this season. I think there's obviously no danger of them getting relegated. Um, I think there'd probably be too much to do in the summer to get them up to being able to perform well in Europa or Champions League. So, I think um, they'd a, a good cup run slash win would just be oh I'm 30 this year so it could be the start of a very good year so um, when's your birthday Ames it's not July. on final days I was going to say no, 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 it's it's July. On final day. 
But yeah, the I'm, I'm England, with you. England semi-final that they won at Wembley, which I went to on my birthday last year. So if it were, then I've actually got quite a good run of games on my birthday, all England. You've, but anyway, you've got a good track record. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So cook. Oh God, I can't even think about it. I think my dad. I don't know what would happen to my dad if they won the FA Cup. I just, oh, I don't even want to think about it. I think you're just going to absolute meltdown. <laughs> no, absolutely. And um, how is your mum and dad? Are you right? Everyone okay? Yeah, everyone's good. Thank you. And where will everyone's you be sitting good. on? Uh, where will you be sitting on the weekend? We are in NU three. The four of North us. North Upper. Indeed, yes. North Bank Upper. So yeah, so you'll be upstairs. I'll see it. anyone around. So if you see Amy at the game on Saturday. Don't be frightened to come up and ask for a selfie because we'll be, uh, oh, be happy to do that. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Fantastic. Amy, thanks for joining us tonight. No Best wishes to, you, to your mom and dad and to Roy as well. You and, too. Uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah, speak to you soon. Cheers, bye. mate. Bye, bye, bye. So that's Amy. Good to, uh, good to have her on the channel. Absolutely fantastic uh, to get her back and give her opinions. Uh, next up... Um, we have got Scott. Hello, Scott. How are you? Oh my God! We've uh, you've got your flowery wallpaper on again. Yeah, uh, it's always here. Unfortunately, you just you, 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 to be honest, mate. I moved my position because I used to get the stick for the for the wallpaper, and now I've got a blind, so <laughs> it's kind of nice. And uh, I can see that you've got your. Yeah, Ruben Neves top bit. Mate, you just need to loosen that top button. It's a bit stiff. Just loosen it up a bit. That's it. Chill out, relax. That's better. You look more relaxed there. You look like you were going you were going on to be a butler or something. You're looking very clean shaven as well. And new have you had your hair cut as well, have you? Yeah, I've had an hair cut and I got shaved today. For freshen myself it's like a younger version a younger version that we've got turned up today fantastic uh loads of people uh saying good evening to you mate i mean let's just um have a quick run through um the ins we've got hayo kenobi loan back to grasshoppers 26 year old midfielder who we we bought um shikino 21 year old portuguese winger three million we paid for him he looks like he could be have some potential. Uh, he's not going out. Um, Wang's contract has been signed permanent, but we're not paying for him till the summer. Uh, so he's kind of like a permanent signing, but we had him before. Uh, Joe Son Bin, 19-year-old Korean winger, loaned to Grasshoppers. Obviously, we know about Barcelona. Austin Samuels, uh, sold to Inverness Canadonian Thistle. What a great name for a club that is. Jordao has gone to Grasshoppers. Sanderson to QPR. Ryan Giles has just been announced as going to uh, Blackburn. And Oscar Burr has had his contract uh, terminated by mutual consent. Actually, uh, mutual consent. You know, if we were doing a, a, a Zurich, Grasshoppers, a Zurich transfer deadline day, I mean, oh, their team, they're going to be doing quite well. Aren't they Grasshoppers. It's a, it's a good connection that we've got with their club because it helps... You know the young talent that we that we acquire from all over the world. Um, it gives them a chance to get game time, and we can watch their progression there and see how they do and see if they can come here. Like look at Gomez, work wonders for Gomez. So, well, Merv says he didn't. He's that Scott didn't recognise you, mate. 
<laughs> yeah, I look less harmless now. Fantastic. Um, Paul Shrewd with uh, getting players with experience. Uh, Chaotic says, shame for Bird. Looking promising when we're in the Championship. Good luck to the lads. Um, I remember that goal he scored, actually, a key goal in the Championship. And it's a shame because at one point it looked like he was going to make a, a real breakthrough, but it never really happened for him, did it, Scott? No, it is a shame. He he was one that we were excited about and we liked a lot. And when he scored that goal, it was awesome for him. But I, it's one of them that he ain't going to get regular first-team football here. There's only so many times you can send a lad out on loan. So it's better if we can just release him and hopefully he'll find a club that he can benefit from. Like if you look at Sanderson and you look at... Giles, they're going to clubs that are fighting for promotion and that'll do them wonders if they get regular game time there. Well, Darren Timmins said it's okay buying them and getting them on loan. What a load of crap, sorry. We're in the top eight uh, and and we've got to buy what Bruno wants. Thoughts? Yeah, I would, I would argue as well. Like Bruno's been very vocal about what he wants, what he needs, and we ain't really getting it. I get... From a certain point of view, you know, we've got Neto coming back. We've got Johnny coming back. We're going to have Sace coming back now since Morocco are out. You know, but you look at Jordao. Jordao was one that we thought he'll be back soon. You know, maybe he can fit in somewhere. And yet he's gone straight to Grasshoppers. So, personally, I don't think we do need anybody. I think we're doing fine as we are. And I think Neto, the additions to Neto, Johnny and He Chan coming back from injury are only going to be beneficial to us. Um, and at the moment, our team's doing well. It's just if we hit a major injury crisis that you would worry. But I honestly don't believe with how many games we've got left, we're going to have anything like that to worry about, if you know what I mean. Uh, I guess what you're saying, yeah, because that is a worry, isn't it, mate? If we did pick up an injury to the likes of I mean, at least we haven't sold him. But that, it's one of them. If there's an option, I don't know if there's an option in the loan to recall players back or not, but we've already done it earlier on to recall, recall players back and they've been around the training. Um, some of them got onto the bench. Do you know what I mean? So if we can recall them back, then great. But at the, at the same time, I'm still confident that we'll be fine. I think we've still got enough there to get the job done to get us into a European spot and Neto, Johnny and Hee-Chan coming back as well. Yeah, I'm still confident. I get where people are coming from where we could do with buying some people, get them in, you know, boost boost certain areas on the pitch. But I'd rather them do nothing now. We still finish the season strong and do well. And then we go big in the summer. But if they don't go big in the summer, that's where I'll be a bit more worried. Because if we do achieve European football this season and we don't buy big in the summer, then I then I reckon we're just going to be in the same mess we was before when we had the, the last European campaign. Well, I, I did have a conversation um, back, actually, with uh, the athletic journalist, Tim Spears, um, when I was doing the, the sleep out, raising money for the homeless. And thanks to everyone that supported me in that and donated. And we had a quick chat about it. And he was um, saying that he didn't expect Wolves to do much in January. But if I have gospel, he thought that, believed that Wolves would go very big in the summer. And that's saved the first part to come into pass. Um, I think we're in a good position 
to make European football, I think if we do make the European uh, football, that certainly helps secure some of our other players like Neves, who desperately wants to be, probably wants to be playing in that competition, either the Europa League or the Champions League. And of course, if we did make the Europa League or, some, or even the Champions League, which is possible, then that brings in extra revenue. But I do think that the Wolves squad wouldn't be able to cope with European football um, and the Premier League and all the other things that are coming with how strong it is at the moment. It would have to have definite more quality coming in across all positions, especially in that midfield area, area. Because if you lose the likes of if you lose the likes of Neves or Moutinho, we're very very thin on the ground, aren't we? Yeah, look, you've only got to look at what happened after the, the European campaign last time. We got a lot of injuries and we suffered for it. We should learn from our, our mistakes and invest in a bigger squad. However, I think Fusen are just cautious. Like, if we don't get European football, you know, the, if they invest in if they invest now and don't get don't get European football, it's, it's been a waste. I think the gambling on this squad might be able to do the job to get them into Europe and then they go big in the summer. At least that's what I'm hoping anyway. Uh, I think I think so, mate. And that's what we got to... I think that's what we got to look at. I mean, the, the, there is criticism that maybe can be pointed at Fosun. Um, you know, we're in a position where maybe one or two more signings and we could really push on. But they seem very comfortable with the squad that we've got. Um, you know, we've had Totti Gomez that's come in at the back and done a good job. I mean, the, we're all talking about the loan system um, using grasshoppers as a as a as a grounding for for them to come and get uh, experience in a European league. And Totti Gomez, I know he's only played two games, but he hasn't really put a foot wrong. And if Wolves do use that strategy and then they bring through the players. Um, then it's a it's a good strategy, but I always think we're rolling the dice a little bit, gambling like we did gamble with Raúl not getting seriously injured, and then he did get seriously injured. Um, I think we roll the dice again, hoping that the likes of Neves and Matinho and you know Dendonko don't pick up injuries because if you know if God if if, if Neves got injured. We have proved we can win a game without him, but he is the the key to the. Ho- I just think he is the one player that, a bit like Raúl, who's not quite hit hit the heights. But I do worry about if we sold him or or he got injured. We're very thin in that midfield. I know Luke Kundal, uh, Bruno believes a lot in him, uh, and he also, you know, Ryan Giles has gone out today. He's not. Uh, with an option to buy, he wants him to come back in the summer uh, to to challenge. But it's a, it's it is a concern that we're rolling and gambling a little bit. Don't you think? I think the one the one positive we can think on is like I, I'm hoping he still does it now. But if we remember from the very early stages of like the Nuno era, it was made common knowledge that Jeff She's always at every training session. Jeff She's always around the squad, the management, stuff like that. So you've got to imagine if he's still doing that, he's in constant conversations with Bruno. So if Bruno's seeking something, he will go to Jeff, he'll speak to him, and then Jeff will either give him 
you know, the thumbs up and they'll look into it. Or it could be that Jeff tells him what, from their standpoint what they rather do. Um, we don't know. But it's like if you look at some of the press conferences of Bruno as well, if he said for, for a long period of time, like, we need a bigger squad, we need this, we need that. And then that suddenly changed to, I've been speaking to Foos and we both understand now, you know, what's best going forward. He stopped saying the words, we need a bigger squad. And I think the reason why he did that is probably because Fusen's told him, let's look at, you know, who's coming back from injury. Let's look at some of the youth that's there. It's We've got to understand Fusen's probably, what I think, the second or third biggest business in the world. To get to there, you know, you've got to do good business. And they've done nothing wrong to Wolves since they've been with us. Um, you could argue, you know, they haven't done certain things that we would like, but everything they've done has led to gr- the greatest times that we've had in, as a club in a long time, European football, promotion from the championship, being in the Premier League for the longest we've ever been in it. And I honestly think that they'll invest more in the summer, but I think they are trusting that what we've got now will do the job and get us into Europe this season. Well, I hope so, mate. I mean, uh, and to finish off um, with yourself, um, Scott, I mean, where do you think we're going to finish at the end of the season with the squad that we've got? My my biggest worry when it comes to Wolves currently at the minute is I'm not worried that we'll concede goals. I'm more worried about scoring goals because Raul has not been the Raul that we know um, this season. But we do know what he's capable of and we do know what we're going to get from Raul. Um, so once that clicks, you know, the goals will start flooding in. Plus, I think He-Chan was a great addition to the, to the team and losing him um, to injury, you know, was a loss. But you imagine him and Neto back with him, Nez. The, the goals would come. I honestly believe they would. I believe that Neto's better than Jota. I believe He-Chan's been nothing but good for us since he's joined. Once Jimenez has got both of them either side of him, I can see it working. Okay. And then I don't see us conceding any goals. So for me, I can only see us climbing the table. When people talk Champions League, yeah, I would love Champions League, but I'm a I'm a realist. I reckon that will get Europa. And I reckon it'll be the conference league way. Well, I, I agree. It's still, it's still European football and it's still a great achievement. Well, yeah, I always think with the Europa League as well, and with going to Europe, it's kind of like, for me, it's like a mystery tour of where I'm going to go next, which is all good. So, yeah, we're going to make European places. Watch what what position are we going to finish, uh, Scott, and uh, how far are we going in the FA Cup to finish up on? I think seventh we'll finish in this season. I think we're strong enough to finish seventh, possibly at a push six. Um, as for the FA Cup, why not say that we can go on and win it? Because I honestly believe that we can. We've already heard that Bruno said many times that he's going to go strong in the FA Cup, and he's proved that with the. I think your sound's gone. I know it's because people keep, keep trying to call me. People keep you're just so popular. You're on the telly, Scott. You're on the telly. Mate, thank you very much. We're liking the new look as well. Uh, much appreciated. Hope you'll stick around in the green room and join in with the chat as well. Well, I've got to get ready for work now, so I'll try. Fantastic. All right. Catch you later, Scott. Right. Thanks, mate. All the best, guys. Bye. 
So that's Scott. Always gives a good contribution. Now let's just let me let you guys know what a treat we've got coming up for you. Uh, we're going to have Jack on next. Then we've got debuts from Chris. We've got Matt all the way over in Berlin and Germany. He's, he'll be able to give you the update on the latest Neve situation. You'll see what I mean when you see him. And then coming up uh, the rear, we've got the chairman of the Wolves 1877 Trust to give the, his view on the transfer situation as uh, and uh, from the trust point of view as well, and maybe a few other bits of interesting insights. And you'll have to wait till the end to get him. If you're brand new, please uh, hit a, a like on the video. Let YouTube know. Please share it around. And we get more fans involved. Let's see whether we can get over 200. And check the link to Spider VPM in the uh, in the link below. Just click that, and that would be fantastic. And we're going to bring on now Jack. Hello, mate. Evening, Dave. Evening, everyone. Fantastic to have you on again, Jack. I've been really looking forward to having you on on this one, Jack, because um, you always talk quite a lot of sense, and people really enjoy hearing from you and contributing to uh, to the extra time show and uh, coming on. And um, I've, I've run through obviously the list of the ins and outs. I don't think there's anything else happened. Uh, we've seen the likes of Newcastle throwing money at everything to see what sticks. Everton have invested in a couple of, uh, I mean, Van der Berg was one that we were potentially linked with and they bought in a couple They've signed, obviously got Lampard and there's money going around, signings being made. But really, other than the, uh, the, the, the three million Chicano Portuguese winger that we've bought um, and obviously the signing, saying we're going to keep uh, He Chan there's not really a lot coming. Do you think we're stronger or weaker coming out this uh, transfer window? I think it's difficult to say, isn't it? Because I think we've got a lot of unknowns at the minute. I think we've got... Obviously, Traore's gone. And I think we've, repla we've replaced him with the gamble of Neto coming back fully fit and the gamble of Chiquinho being a little bit of a gem. And I do think it's a gamble, particularly with Neto, with such a serious injury. You just don't know how he's going to come back, how long he's going to take to, to kind of come back so I, I, it's hard to say whether he's stronger or weaker because we just don't know as supporters these two players Giacchino and Neto how they're going to contribute compared to what Traore has contributed so far this season and some people will be saying well Traore didn't contribute a lot this season one goal one assist something like that but it's the overall play that and what he brings as well I'm just not sure whether Chiquinho and Neto are going to be up to speed and be able to, to do that. So that's where there's a bit of unknown. Just going back to what you said about the teams that are doing business, they're all struggling teams. And I think that's what yeah. January is all about. It's about, I mean, those three teams you mentioned, Villa, Everton, Newcastle, they've all sat the managers within the last two months as well, haven't they? So they're yeah. all looking at new managers coming in, giving them some backing, et cetera, et cetera. We've kind of just flown under the radar all season, really. And it's only now the sort of wider media is starting to realise that actually Wolves are having a really good season. And so there's probably not that scrutiny on us in terms of we need to improve. I always think, you know, strike when the iron's hot, etc. And, and I agree with that. Perhaps this was a good time to, to bring some depth in. But at the minute, it's like, for example, you talk about central midfield and say we need another midfielder. They've got to be as good as Neves and Matinho, if not better, to come in. Because there's no point signing anyone who's not as good as them. That's the bottom line, isn't it? You're not going to sign anyone who's not, not at that level because they're not going to contribute. 
So to find players that are as good as Neves and Matinho in January, that teams are going to be happy to sell for a good price and they want to come and join you is difficult. And, and this isn't me making excuses for the club, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but I just think we've got to kind of look at it, take a step back and look at it and go, actually, signings would have been nice, but is that what we want rather than what we need? Because I think there is a difference. And in terms of what we needed, it was probably more important that we kept people like Neves rather well, than, you know, what we wanted as, as, as a fan base. I think uh, I think you're hitting the nail on the head. Sometimes you you can look at what you've got coming in, and obviously the Adama situation. In re- in in reality, I mean, I think Scott Sellers mentioned this on the right of Wolves wanted to keep Adama Traore. They have tried to offer him, you know, more money, um, and obviously an improved contract. And when you've got a player that's refusing over a long period of time to put pen to paper on a new long-term con- uh, contract, which would then guarantee um, a certain value. There might have been a buyout clause that might have been put in there for you know, 40 million or what have you. And obviously in the summer, it's still a risk because boss, you know, v- Daniel Levy came in with a, a bit of 15 million, which was just a ridiculously insulting offer to start with. Conte wanting to play Adama as a right wing back. Well, it's, I mean, it has been reported, but why would he want to go and play as a, as a right wing back when it's never worked for him really here? He's not a defender. Um, he's positional play. Def- you want him in the top third causing issues. And then Barcelona come in for him and he, he clearly wants to go home. It's his boyhood club. He was there from eight. He made his debut for them in something like 2013. He's been out to Villa, Middlesbrough and Wolves. He's come back a better player. Barcelona are in a situation where they need something special um, and, and something to excite their fans because they have obviously lost players and they're in financial difficulty. They're, they're, their hands are tied behind the back. Triori going there, the way he was unveiled, homecoming, is exciting for the Barcelona fans. And Wolves have struck a deal that if they do buy it, they're going to get reportedly be somewhere between 30 to 35 million euros, which is approximately 28 to 29 million compared to what Spurs offered with 15 and arguing over 20 million. So that's a good deal for the for, 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 for Adama. It's a good deal for Barcelona if it works out. And it's a good deal for Wolves if they buy him. The key thing on that, though, is if it doesn't work out for him and he comes back in the summer, does Adama then think, well, actually, I've gone back to Barcelona. It hasn't worked out. Wolves have made Europe. Maybe I do sign that new contract. Or, alternatively, there's more money running rushing about in the, uh, the summer window and there's a you know, competition for his signature which pushes the price up. Yeah, no, I mean, I think the, the bottom line is as soon as Barcelona are interested, that was us done. He wasn't yeah. going to stay with us once Barcelona... I mean, he didn't want to go to Tottenham, did he? I think that that's yeah. kind of very obvious. and They haven't come out and said it as in, in those terms, but I don't think he wanted to go and play for Tottenham. So as soon as Barcelona were interested, that was us done. We weren't going to be able to keep him. And, and we probably shouldn't keep him. It was the same when, when Jota went to Liverpool. As soon as Jota knew that Liverpool wanted him, he didn't want to play for Wolves anymore. 
and you can't really blame him as much as we all think Wolves are the greatest team in the world and then to us they are to these players going to Liverpool going to Barcelona is a step up and we've and we've almost got to kind of accept that as, as a fan base and kind of go you know what players are going to move on to to bigger and better things but if we can use the money to reinvest and if we can prove to players that are coming in you come and play for us give us everything you've got for three years and you can go off and play for Barcelona you can go off and play for Liverpool at the end of it they're going to want to come and play for us then. So I think we've actually played it pretty well. We've come out of the, the whole situation looking like a, a very decent football club because we've allowed a player to go and play for his, his hometown team. We've done a deal where the club, the, in terms of Barcelona, can kind of do it on their terms, if you like, in terms of the loan deal first. They haven't had to, you know... Well, what Wolves have used that so many times to good effect. Samedo, I think, might have, might have been one. Raul... Wang and I've had some comments on some of my YouTube videos. Why are wolves? What are wolves getting out of this? And it's like it does sometimes work, but the other way, wolves have done that so often. Tried a player, uh, it's worked out, and 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 then they bought him. And sometimes it hasn't. I'm not so sure because Amy seems to think when she was on about Trinko. I'm not so sure wolves will buy Trinko not for twenty five million pounds. I just don't see how he's worth twenty-five million. I think there's there's a deal to be done, isn't there? It might be a bit of a go back to the negotiating table and kind of we'll we'll shave seven million off here if we do this and and whatever. So I mean, I like I like Trinko. I, I you know I don't mind that to the mast. I think he's a good. Has he scored player. for us yet? He's, he scored in the cup, didn't he? But but I I just think you watch him. I think the way that Bruno wants us to play, I think Trinko is a good fit for that. Mm. He's, he's intricate, he's one touch, his vision is good. Okay. Traore was more of a battering ram, wasn't he? He comes yeah. on and he runs through defenders, he runs around defenders, and it's up to the other players to kind of catch up and get on the end of whatever he produces. Whereas I think Trinke was a bit more involved in, in the build up and, and the team play. So I, I can see a situation where actually, if you did it as a straight swap Traore to Trinke, as much as people might not want to kind of admit it, we might even be better off in that sense in that Trincao is probably more suited to how Bruno wants us to play long-term. Whether that whether that happens or not, I don't know. Like you say, £25 million seems a big deal at the minute for, for someone who hasn't scored a goal or got an assist in the league. I mean, he's had a couple of really good chances that he should have scored, hasn't he? And he scored in the yeah, cup. But and... then Traore was very similar to that, wasn't he? he yeah. Yeah, and then right the... at the end, just when we sell it him, he starts putting the ball in the net. Well, that goal against Brentford was fantastic. Yeah, it was. It's just such a shame it got disallowed, but it was a, it was the perfect. It was exactly he made the run. He used his pace. He used his strength. He put the ball in the top of the net with a blistering shot, and then he was just slightly too fast for the defender and was fraction offside. And he's obviously after he went from zero to hero in the uh, the previous game when he skied one over the bar, which he should have. Um, scored and then he had that chance a minute later and he kept his composure and put the ball in the net and uh, we saw the best of Triori in that and I think the way he uh, kind of Cody hugged him at the end the way he celebrated with the bench you could almost feel that that's probably the last time we're going to see him in a wall shirt and uh, he's gone and uh, to be honest with you I met him I had a chance to talk to him me and my dad I put a picture up on my socials he was lovely He's really, really, really lovely chap. And, um, you know, he's you don't see much of his family life or his personal life and everything, but he probably was a bit homesick. And he, he, like you say, going back the chance to go back to Barcelona, he's home. He is a Catalonian. It's like 
you know, he's gonna he's gonna want to do it. You know, he's gonna want to impress. He's gonna want to stay there. It's a big opportunity for him. And um, I take your point on Trinkau. To be fair, I think he's got the potential. I just he just frustrates me a little. Yeah, no, I mean, I think the thing with Traore, like we've just said, you know, he's in the three years, four years he's been with us, he's given us everything, hasn't he? You know, he doesn't owe us anything. We probably don't owe him anything. It's probably a, a nice time for him to move on, wasn't it? You know, there's talk yeah. about, you know, the contract situation had dragged on a little bit. I know Scott Sellers mentioned it in his in his sort of statement on the website. We hadn't been able to agree, you know, whether that was agents, you know, pushing for more money, whether that was a Dharma pushing for, for bonuses. We just don't know and we probably never will know. So it, the longer that that dragged on, the more it became an issue, the more it sort of divided the fan base into selling, keeping, this, that and the other. So it's probably a nice sort of natural part in other ways, isn't it? You know, in terms of sometimes you can you can have a, a, a good breakup, can't you, in, in some ways? And you kind of go, well, you know, Adama's happy to move on. We're happy with the deal we got for him. We're happy with the players that we've brought in to replace him. You know, no one kind of really suffers other than the, maybe the fans that kind of thought he was the best player we had and and and, and people who, who think oh we, what happens if we don't get the money in the summer and he comes back and and starts sulking because his, his dream moves falling through etc but we just don't know what's going to happen do we in terms of i know it's an option to buy but i think a lot of that is to do with the fact that if it was an obligation it comes out of barcelona's accounts this year yeah. Yeah. and they've already spent all their money on on ferran torres haven't they so i think there's a there's a, i think the underlying thing is they will sign him in the summer but they can't say that because then They'll get charged for him this year, and, and I think it's something to do with that. I know that's exactly, yeah, that's kind yeah. of exactly, yeah, exactly it. I mean, Darren Timmins has put on here, Dave. Obviously, we know he's gone. Newcastle put uh, Newcastle trying to get Connor Cody. I mean, this is one of the biggest jokes going. I mean, I've seen this. It's like, I don't, all the money in the world, I don't think Connor would go to Newcastle. To no. be fair, it's like what that's just the, was a non-starter. It's just paid. Have they, have they not just paid thirteen million for Dan Byrne as well? Well, they're just so, so on on that basis. Connor's worth about hundred million, isn't he? He is the same so, as Nemeth. He's worth as every bit as much as Jack Grealish. Um, it, it just it's like Connor Cody has had a brilliant. It's probably his best season for Wolves. He's been absolutely brilliant this year. I mean, I know he's had criticism. You know, but I think he's stepped up another level this year, Conor Cody. And um, I think he's had a massive uh, influence over the uh, the defence. I think the goalkeeping coach, Jose Sarr. You know, we, if you think about some shrewd signings that we've made, Jose Sarr, it came in, in last summer, was all panicking about Rui. And they, they brought in Jose Sarr, which some people can arguably say is an up, upgrade. Uh, Max Kiltman has come into the side. I mean, he's saved us, you know, Totti Gomez, Saez is coming back. It's, you know, we've got some fantastic players. And if someone was to turn around and say, like, we're going to buy Willy Bolly, Johnny Otto, Pedro Neto, and he, Wang He Chan, and they were four signings in this window, all yeah, coming and, back. And Mosquera as well. Mosquera as well, yeah. Back, yeah. And they're all, they're all coming back from injury. So you, if you take into that into account... You can probably understand why they're they're keeping the powder a little bit on the on the dry side. Um, yeah. Jack, just to finish up on that, pal. Obviously, where we're at with the with the squad right now. Uh, same question I've asked everyone else: FA Cup. Where are we going to finish in the league? Where do you believe? If you're going to say right now, 
I think we're going to finish here. This is what we're going to achieve this year. What do you believe? I think I think we'll finish seventh. You think seventh? I, 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 think, well? I think we'll re- I think we're reeling one of the teams above us, whether it's West Ham or Tottenham or someone. I think we'll we'll overtake someone. Whether that's enough for Europe, it'll depend on who wins the cups, doesn't it? Hopefully, it's us that win the cup. I would love that. I really, really would because I think that's the kind of thing you're going to take with you, isn't it? You know, if if we win the FA Cup this year, that's what everyone will remember this season for. Not not finishing seventh, not this, be winning the FA Cup, and that's kind of what you want as as fans. Kind of what a lot depends on the draw, doesn't it? And who you get, and and this, that, and the other. I think I do. I trust Bruno to to take it seriously. The fans are taking it seriously. Norwich is sold out. Sheffield United was pretty much sold I mean, out. Wasn't they need it? to so, that to them lot down the road. The uh, the West Birmingham Baggy Birds. I mean, and you look yeah. at the third round. They, they they say they're like a big club, and they're falling apart at the moment, ain't they? Down them lot down the road. Yeah, but it's, it's momentum, isn't it? You know, it, it's it's all about momentum. We've been there ourselves, didn't we? In early rounds of cup, where we've had ten thousand, twelve thousand at Molyneux, and it's not great. But at the minute, you know. Yeah, well, you know, you got to be honest, yeah. People, yeah. people can't get enough of going to watch Wolves at the minute, you know. And people want to buy into what we're doing and, and get behind the team, which is great. And I think that will carry us through the Norwich game. I really do. I think it'll. And then you're into the last like a league game, feel like a league game, and that'll help the players concentrate and focus and and get get involved. So I'm I'm nailing my colours to the mass. I think we'll win on on Saturday. I really do. And then you will see who you get in the next round and and. You take it from there, don't you? It's literally one game at a time with the FA Cup because you could draw Man City in the next round and think, oh, that's it, that's gone for a year. But you never know, you know. So, mate, I, I hope you're right because we really need to put that uh, that semi final from Watford right. We need we need to. Yeah. So, we're we're only three games from uh, another semi. What is it? Three games, two games, three games from another semi final. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, two more rounds after Norwich if we get through, and then it's the semi, isn't it? So, you know. Oh, here we go. Hold on. Go on. Um, Dave, watching Sky, Man U and Arsenal are putting a £40 million bid for Neves. They're not selling Neves. Yeah, not which, are, which half of him do they want for Which leg? Million? I know, yeah, which yeah. arm. They can which have leg, a... yeah, exactly. Yeah, £40 million. Dear man. I mean, you know, yeah. I'm trans... what, what Wolves, if Wolves sold uh, Neves now, our season's done, isn't it? We won't go down, but that would be... Uh, the whole city would, would just wouldn't recover from it, would it? It'd be just such a huge blow. I mean, I, I think there's a the conversation to be had in the summer, isn't there, with, with Neves and, and things, if, if we don't get into Europe, because that's clearly the level he should be playing at, really, isn't it? Yeah. So there's a conversation in the summer, whatever happens. But as of right now, I think he's happy at Wolves, isn't he? He enjoys being at Wolves. He's enjoying the way that we're playing same with Cody, you know, that can throw as much money at they want Newcastle. I just don't think those players would, would want to leave, you know. So, I think you're absolutely right, mate. But yeah. we'll, uh, yeah, we'll keep us updated on uh, if anyone, anyone hears anything on the coming on, just put it on the uh, you know, on the chat. Uh, Jack, thanks ever so much for joining us no, again. Problem. I hope we'll see you at the weekend on the uh, the show. And until the, till then, mate, thank you very much for your thoughts. Brilliantly put across no as usual. Problem. See you later, guys. Brilliant. So that's uh, that's Jack. I'm delighted. We've got Matt and then Sam coming up, but we've got this young man here. Hello, Chris, making your debut, and what a brilliant room you've got. Yeah. 
Yeah, this is my wall frame as well as the study. <laughs> I love it, mate. And is that who's the who's the is that Neves you've got there? Yeah, it's um, it's a sign top that somebody got for me for my birthday last year. Well, first off, mate, whilst you're on, I just want to say thank you so much. Uh, I had a really wonderful day with you, Paul and Jonathan, uh, otherwise known as Balak, uh, at the Brentford <laughs> game. The food. I've never seen so much food in all my life. You know, you know, so much food that you uh, that your your lady uh, did for us as well. Yeah, Lisa's time, quite famous it? for that, uh, Dave. She's been doing it for a long time, and the lads look forward to it every away match. So, well, I think we're. Uh, I, th I think me and the producer are down with you for the West Ham game. So I'm looking forward to that. I've been uh, I've been filling her in all about the uh, <laughs> about how well you look after us. Well, don't worry, it will be continued. I promise. Absolutely brilliant, mate. Well, I it was do a love pleasure to spend time with you as well, Dave. You know, it's real, a real joy to come across a, another Wolves fan who thinks as much of them as I do as well. And and my son Paul, you know, we've loved it for years and can't get enough of it. So. Well, Paul is a, for those of you that don't know, um, Paul is a most of you do know he's a regular on extra time, and um, Chris is Paul's dad. Uh, who's standing in tonight for making your debut for Paul. He's very, very busy. I think he was, um, he's working hard. I think he's got to take one of the girls to and from scouts and stuff like that. And uh, I thought it's about time you made your debut. So here you are. That's really cool. Thank you. Oh, it's brilliant. And you you got about your technology, mate, but you've made it. You're on. Yeah, just about. Yeah, it was a bit nerve wracking to start with, I must admit, but we've got it up anyway. <laughs> hey, look, Carl says we've got. We should have Chris on extra time. You're already making. Uh, you're already making fans. Fantastic. Obi John says Neves is worth double. That's so cool. Big clubs trying to get our players on the cheap. Not going to happen. Adrian Jones says welcome to the chat. Uh, Merv evening. Uh, fantastic. So lots of people welcoming you. Uh, Rebecca says Paul is one of her favourite people. And uh, yeah. Oh, Paul. Jotter's dad. There you go. Fantastic. <laughs> Another one here. Yeah, Paul, a.k.a. Jotter. They love him. They do. Fantastic. Mate, how are you feeling about this transfer window? Well, I'm just massively relieved that, well, we've still got another, what, two, two hours and ten minutes, but that Neves is still a Wolves player because every transfer window since that guy signed for us, I've feared the worst because he, He's got to be one of the best midfield players in the country. He's probably the best player I've ever seen play for Wolves in my 58 years of going to Molyneux. And, you know, I think the world of him. But at the end of the day, he's not a Wolves supporter. Um, you know, he's obviously an ambitious guy. He gives his all every match. I've hardly seen him have a bad game in four years. He, effort, the effort that lad puts in every week is unbelievable. And he's I probably think, got the best I first think touch. He's got two football clubs that he, in his life that he loves. One is Porto, bit like a little bit like uh, Triori, obviously very, very attached to Porto. And one day I think he will go back there. And I think he genuinely loves Wolves. I think he genuinely loves loves the fans. He genuinely loves Wolves. His family settled. I think he said in the past, Wolverhampton, okay, is a little bit like. Um, Parts of uh, Porto and stuff in the thing that he, he in the way the you know that the city is and stuff like that and he's settled in and there's a lot of the Portuguese lads that have really settled well um, into uh, life in Wolverhampton with their families and stuff and 
you know, I think they genuinely have a real affinity with the club. I think yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I don't disagree with that at all. But I think, you know, you get these big clubs in and come in for them. And when you multiply the money up over five years, they just can't turn it down. It's like set them up for life. You know, I mean, you're talking, I mean, Matt Doherty went for supposedly three times what he was earning at Molyneux, you know, and you can't, you can't blame the guys for wanting to make themselves secure forever, you know, not, not have to worry about pensions and retirement like we all have to, you know. Well, exactly. But... Well, exactly. And, and you look at Matt Doherty and the likes of Jota and stuff, and uh, people have said we should never have sold Doherty, we should never have sold Jota. We, we, Matt Doherty, uh, we bought for 80000 and sold him for how much? 12 was it? That's right, yeah. yeah. 12 and million. And he's been there 10 years, perhaps he needed a change, you know. And... But... And then Jota wasn't even getting into the Wolves side at the time and we, we we made a massive profit and he wanted to go. It's like sometimes if the player doesn't want to be here or their head's turned and you're getting two or three times the amount that you paid for him, it's good business sense. Wolves did try and keep Adama. Wolves are not going to let Neves go. He's got two and a half years of his contract. The, the worry is in the summer there's going to be lots of uh, people sniffing around him. But I just can't say how you could sell someone like Neves for anything less than sixty million, because Jack, Jack yeah. Grealish went for a hundred million, and to me, Neves is every bit as good as Jack Grealish, if not better. I mean, you know, if they sold him say tonight at ten o'clock, then we've got three midfield players left for the season. And at the moment, we've got four. You know, that's even that's not enough, is it really? You know, and uh, we had a chat about Leander Dendonka, you and I, last week, and. You know, I think we can do better than him. Um, it's yeah, a shame he because did, yeah. he's, he hasn't improved at all over the last two years. But he's not getting a, a run of games either. But and he probably had his best game, I thought, on um, especially the second half against Brentford. But um, I just think there's more to him. He's just not doing enough for me. Um, Adrian Richard said £40 million. Apparently, Everton applied for Delhi Alley. I mean... He's a great player and he's 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 got but he hasn't done a lot recently. Forty million for Deli Ali and they're talking about Neves for forty million as well. And he's a regular starter in for Wolves in his country. Wow. And um you, you you know, I mean I remember when we played again we played um, Man United away, you'll probably ring me and they were just and, and Bruno Fernandez was just ready to come on and they were just singing, You're just a poor Ruben Neves. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I was there. Yeah, it's fantastic that was. But he has been an absolute joy. I mean, some of the goals he used to score, you know, were absolutely out of this world, weren't they? And I'm sure they will come again. You know, it. Um, but as I say, we we just do not want him to leave, and you know, hopefully we can keep him as long as possible because he well, does make the wolves tick. Well, you have to say when he eventually does go. Um, Neves, when he eventually does go, you know, we'd have he would go with a sadness from all of us because we genuinely love him. He's, he's a wolf, and um, he will also be wished be uh, be wished all the best because Absolutely. he yeah. everything for the shirt. He's embraced the club. He plays every single game. He gives his hundred percent best. And what I thought we'd maybe have him for two years, Max. And uh, we're coming up into the fifth year of having Neves now. I mean, we I every year we think he might go. 
but it's still here. And who's to I say absolutely agree with every word you've said, Dave. It's um, it is it has been an absolute pleasure, hasn't it? It has, and and if you think about it as well, mate, it's like um, last summer he was supposed to be going to Arsenal. It was almost a done deal. So I mean, if we get European football again this year, then hopefully that'll help keep him. Um, he's a definite starter. But the worry is, Wolves, if we do sell him, who replaces him? Matinho, I, I love Matinho. He's, he's like his energy and how he plays, but he's not getting any younger. And you do worry, like, if we lost Neves, who's going to come in? We've got Luke Kundal and, and Bruno. Um, sorry, and Dendonka. Okay, Jordan's out on loan. We'd have to bring in someone. That can reply, and that is is that that's the worry. If we lost him, what would? Yeah, happen? I agree. Yeah, but you know, um, nothing lasts forever, does it? That's the trouble. And as I say, I would wish him well if ever if ever he decides to move on. But we just got to enjoy him while we got him, haven't we? He is, he is an absolute gem. He is. Well, Jose here says Renato Sanchez and Polina. Uh, yeah, I'd take both of them. Yeah. If we could get them. I'd feel a lot happier if Neves did work left and we had Renato Sanchez and Polina in the middle of the park, then I would feel, um, you know, but we'd have to sell Neves for about 75 million to 80 million and then we could yeah. afford both of them to replace him. But I don't think either of them can pass the ball like Ruben does, do they? Well, you see some of the, I mean, some of the, the vision. I remember that, that ball that he played to uh, Saiz for that goal the other week, how he saw it and played the ball, it was just, it was just magical. It wasn't even there to be seen, and he saw it. You know, some, some of the, you know, the goal he scored as well the other day. We've missed him doing that. The way he placed it into oh. the, it's just, just, um, just brilliant. Yeah, Sheffield Wednesday all over again, wasn't it? He passed the ball into the net. It was, and he's got all of that. The only thing that he hasn't contributed as much recently is goals from free kicks and. Out the area, he was overdue. One, I'm hoping he's going to do more of that. Wolves seem to be scoring more goals. Um, LH says, worried Bruno will walk. Absolutely honest. Think he's been told to pack a lies. Personally, I think Scott Sellers is out of his depth. Um, I don't know what you think about that. I think that's a bit harsh. I don't think Bruno yeah. Lodge is going to walk away from Wolves. Let's face it, this is a massive opportunity for him. Where's he going to walk away to? Yeah, I think he's, I think he's definitely creating a you know a really good reputation now. He's when he came along, nobody knew what he was like. I think he'd been at Sheffield Wednesday and Swansea had he as a assistant manager, but he's definitely made an impression on me. You know, um, and he seems to be improving most of the team. Well, one by got, one. He, well, you look. Well, I think he was money when he was on here. He said that he's improved every single player on that team, probably bar Adama and Raul, who's. Not really quite back at his best. I think. You, I think like what you said. I think when Pedro Neto comes back into the side, I think you might see um, Raúl chipping in with more goals because I think. Yeah, I think quite well. I think the service Raúl's been having this season has been absolutely abysmal. To be honest. Yeah. I mean, you could have Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer up front, and they wouldn't have scored with some of the crosses that were coming into the box at one point, but. You know, nobody's mentioned Daniel Pedence tonight, and I think he's made an absolute massive point. difference to the team at the moment. He's getting on the ball and making things happen and taking risks with his passes, which don't always come off. But, you know, when they do, he, he looks great. And I thought he was brilliant against Brentford. 
I tell you, I tell you what, Daniel Pedence has been fantastic. Now he's fully fit, and uh, he always looks like it. And he, he's a clever player. The yeah. way he, uh, he he's is a lot more intelligent footballer than in some ways Adama Traore. They often said about his football intelligence and decision making. Daniel Pedence seems to make the right decision in terms of when to pass and when to shoot. He hasn't got the pace or the strength, but he's got the trickery, hasn't he? And yeah, it's funny you could put yeah. those two together. If you could put Pedence's football brain with Adama's um, pace and you know his, his strength, he'd be a he'd be a world beater, wouldn't they? He would, mate. And then we've got some good forwards and Neto coming back. You know what will happen? Neto will come back. He'll get up to speed, and then everyone will be worried about him being sold again well, in the summer. They were all after him before, weren't they? Before he got injured, I think was it Liverpool that were mentioned before yeah, about him? Yeah, we're we're not going to sell. Neto, Neto's the odd thing. I think it's, it's going to be interesting to see. We've got Wang coming back as well. And don't forget, Wang is super fast. He's got, he's very, very strong. He's kind of like, or he could almost be your Adama replacement if they could just work on him because he is not quite as fast, but he is fast. Um, Chris, to finish up on, um, your thoughts, obviously a good start to 2022. Enjoying every minute of it. We've got football back next week in the Cup. How far are we going to go in the Cup? And where do you think we'll finish at the end of the season with his current squad? I think like one of the other guys said, I think if we can steer clear of Manchester City, then we can go all the way. I don't see what, you know, I think we've got that winning ability now and the team is together. They're all in this together now and there's not we're not carrying anybody. Um, league position. I think if you ask me that after the next four matches, I'll probably have a better answer. But I don't see why we can't carry on doing what we're doing and eking out, you know, one nil wins or two one wins and, and get going up that table and keeping it, you know, keeping us going and never mind what anybody thinks about us being boring. Well, I can't, I can't you, get that. When I you can't get there quick few, enough every week. When you talk about the next few games, Arsenal Town, Tottenham away, and then I think it's West Ham away, isn't it? Yes, yeah, so they're all above us at the moment, aren't they? So suddenly, you, you know, if you can win perhaps two of those, then we're not going to be far away, are we? So, before we get to that, I will ask you after those set of games. But right now, what's your gut instinct? My gut instincts, because I like to think I'm an optimist, so I'm going to go for six. Six plates. Yeah. Why six, not? That would guarantee six and the FA Cup. Yeah, why not? Let's go for it. I mean, it's been 62 <laughs> years since you played in the FA Cup final. Is that how long it is? 62 yeah, 1960. Years. I was three years old at the time, you know, so... We've had a couple of League Cup finals in 74 and 80, but, you know, let's let's go for it and get to that final again. Oh, man, I, I hope you're right. We'll come back and ask you again after the next four games. OK. And you, can give us a, you know, so hopefully we're still in the Cup and we've we've beaten Tottenham, Arsenal and West Ham and you'll be going fourth. <laughs> well, it's been an absolute pleasure, Dave, to meet you and uh, keep up the good work. It's a fantastic show. And um, we'll see you at West Ham. <laughs> Uh, well, we've got someone here who would like to say, well done on your debut tonight. Oh, thank you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, mate. Chris, a load of other people saying, well done, Chris. Uh, if you want to get Chris back on again in the future, uh, just let us know what a lad, Chris. A lad, Chris. What a lad. That's more like it. I like that. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> Mate, thanks very much. Been yeah. brilliant. Love the room. And I look forward to uh, seeing you at some of the upcoming games. And, of course, 
Uh, looking forward to the trip with you at West Ham. Yeah, cheers, Dave. Best wishes, mate. All the best, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Cheers. There's lovely to, uh, to get uh, Chris on. And next up, we've got two more to go. We've got Sam coming up last, the chairman of the 1877 Cross, I think. But we do have an update on Ruben Neves. Uh, he wants to give us, uh, tell us exactly how it is. Um, hold on. The producer's telling me he's on the line and he's coming on now to let us know the situation on his transfer. Ruben, I'm is, there any truth in, is there any truth in this rumour you're going I, uh, I had a call with, with Ralph. I said, have you got orange chips in Manchester? And he went, no. And I went, I'm staying in Wolverhampton then. <laughs> Fantastic, mate. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. We've got to get you and Paul on the same show at the same time at some point, wearing full Wolves kit. That would be <laughs> uh, that would be fantastic. We'd have to... Uh, oh, that would be brilliant. Let's make it yeah, Mate, it's been a while since I spoke to you. You're still over there in Berlin in Germany. Yeah, yeah, still over here, mate. Yeah, it's been it's been a while. Uh, how you doing? You good? I'm good. I've missed you on the IFRs, to be honest. I know. I've been a bit slack. I'm sorry. It's been we're locked down over here still a little bit. So it's Are fun. You still locked down? Yeah, mainland Europe's not not not. We, we I mean, you guys have finished COVID now. It's all over, isn't it? We're still we're still a bit in lockdown. What sort of lockdown are you in? I don't uh, really. Well, it was the kids have been the, the kindergartens have been closed. The schools have been closed. It all depends on when there's like a wave of corona. And being in Berlin, big city, lots of people, um, we're like about four weeks behind you guys. So the, the wave here is pretty big at the moment. And they're being extra cautious. Oh, right. I didn't realise, mate. Uh, well, hopefully that's yeah. sorted. If you watch the Bundesliga, a lot of it's behind closed doors again. In the, uh, is the it? Bundesliga. Yeah, yeah. Or like 50%. They have like limits on crowds as well. The clubs are closed, etc. Yeah, I think there's like a curfew on bars at midnight to go home. Yeah, mask mandates everywhere. You've got to have a vaccine to go in any shop. Vaccine passports to go in any shop, otherwise you can't get in. Even to get into a shop? Yeah, supermarkets that you can go into and pharmacies. But any, if you want to do any clothes shopping, you want to go to the Wolves Club shop, uh, you'd, have to, uh, you'd have to get a vaccine passport to get in there, yeah. My goodness, Mick. Oh, well, I hopefully you'll come out of it very, very soon, mate. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't realise it was quite so bad still over there at the moment, but the cases are, are still are they still rising or yeah, it's all yeah, it is. But like let I me mean, same in the UK, right? No one's no one's getting no one's getting too sick, as it feels like. You know, like with Omicron, it's like big case numbers, but the uh, the effect on the hospitals isn't quite as bad as it was, you know, in the first wave back in 2020. So it's all good. I mean the, the main thing is we've got the wolves on a Saturday to keep you going, you know. Four o'clock on a Saturday, what the wolves on? Everything's everything's all right with the world. Well, exactly right, mate. And hopefully we'll get you back on the IFR soon. But mate, what's your uh, your thoughts on the uh, the transfer window? What's your, if you could sum it up in one word, what would you say for wolves? Fine. I fine. Think, like, yeah. yeah, it's fine. You know, like I, I didn't really. I think I, I called you in, in the, the end of summer, right, when we had a chat, and I was pretty optimistic for the season. I said I think Bruno's going to do well. He's got some good players on the books. I think we'll push for Europe. We'll score some goals. It's panned out as I thought, to be honest. Not saying I'm a seer or I'm sort of like, you know, knowledgeable, but I just I felt quite positive about the season. I think we've got a good squad. And um, I think in January, I never really expect us to do much, to be honest. I don't think it needs a lot of surgery. You know, we've we've got decent cover in, in most positions. Losing a Dharma, yeah. I mean, it's it was always going to happen at some point. I was, I was more worried that he would go to Spurs and strengthen a rival. So I'm really quite glad that that hasn't happened. You know, him going to Barca, 
for actually potentially more money than Spurs were going to pay is actually the best solution. I think there was no other option. He wasn't going to sign. He didn't want to stay. So him going abroad and not having to play us twice a season, I think is the best outcome. And if we that if we use that money in the summer to either buy Trincao or whoever we want to strengthen there, I think we'll do numbers in the summer. Um, and then in January, it was keeping hold of our better players, maybe doing a couple of good deals here and there. Doesn't surprise me. I think it's totally fine, to be honest. I love that positivity, right? And I think that's it, isn't it? I think um, I think Wolves, I think Wolves will go for it in the summer. It's been a long overdue. There, I mean, they did it when we first came in. Well, I know people are worried that Foson has kind of pulled the plug and everything like that, but they are fairly business savvy. Uh, yeah, and Osh I, is doing well. Yeah, sorry, I do interrupt. I, I I hear this quite a lot about you know the projects overall pulling the plug, and I think if you look at Say you look at Southampton before their new, their new owners came in. That is a club that's pulled the plug. The chairman doesn't speak to anybody. They don't buy any players. They sell their best players. Like There's no reinvestment in the squad. That is a team to me or a club that is pulling the plug. Whereas, you know, we do sell to buy. Like, we've always known we've sold to buy. We had to spend early in the, in the, in the reign of Fosun to like, get us to a level to compete. And then since then, we've sort of had this sell to buy model. You know, like Jota was sold for 45 million and we spent... 30 million on Tomato, we spent 30 million on Silver. So we've reinvested that money. We sold Patricia for seven, we bought Star for six and a half. I think Star's an upgrade. I mean, Patricia was great, love the bloke, very great beard, you know, he's a, a handsome man. But I mean, Star's got a great beard, it's a little bit bigger as well, and he can yeah. catch a ball from his, from his box. So, like, he's like, he's a bit better, isn't he? Like, so. I think we're fine, to be honest. We've always we've always invested when it's when it's made sense. We've, we've never been a a, a a team or a a business that just gets bodies in to fill fill space, you know. And so, unless there's a a player to come in that could make a big impact, I didn't see it really happening in, in in January. I also don't think Bruno really wants to change the way we're playing. You know, Nevers and Matinho sit; they sort of like hold that space in the mid in the midfield. Um, and and Dendonka is for, for all his sort of lack of pace, and I think he's got slower recently, like I don't know how it's possible, he definitely feels a bit slower, is also fine in that sort of like sitting sixth position and hopefully Kundal is as good as Bruno thinks he is and uh, and will be our fourth body in a that sits in a two, you know, so I think it's fine would have been nice to get a midfielder in, but I don't think the sky isn't falling in, right? We're one or two players away from maybe pushing onto fourth, but I also think with a form team in England, outside of City you know, we haven't lost in, in what, six games, we're four from four in January we're scoring goals again. I think it's time to enjoy the good times, isn't it? Mate, well, look at this. Adrian Richards says, Jesus, Dave, like this guy, uh, get him back. Uh, Carl says, we need Matt on extra time after the Premier, Premier Games. Um, absolutely. <laughs> they're, they're loving this positivity, mate. And you made me laugh about uh, when you were talking about Saw. Uh, he's got a better beard. <laughs> it's like everything. Like, everything's a little bit better, isn't it? It's like it's slightly a bit better on everything. But on, on the January window as well. I mean, you look at you look at our rivals and and our rivals now, which is kind of mad, is Arsenal, Spurs, United, which is crazy, right? Like, well, I mean, I've, I've been a support for thirty eight years, and this is the best it's ever been for me. I mean. I mean, we've seen, Dave, I mean, we've seen the bad, bad years of Wolves growing up, you know, and so we've stuck around. And so where we are now, we're sort of competing with Spurs, Arsenal, United in the league. It's kind of astonishing. And I think our first 11 challenges most of theirs, to be honest. And then you look in January, I mean, what have they actually done to strengthen? I mean, Spurs have let go of $102 million worth of, uh, sorry, euros worth of talent today on loan. You know, Ndombele, 
Lo Celso and Gil have gone out on loan. So like spending money doesn't always work. They brought in players that like they might be okay, but the Swedish guy has been pretty horrible for two years in Juventus. So I don't really rate him. Arsenal haven't scored a goal in four games and have lost Aubameyang today. They've not brought anybody in, so they're not stronger. Yeah, just saying, Aubameyang to Barcelona, deal agreed. Gary Brady say. Yeah, I mean, sp- I mean, and so then United, they've, they've, I mean, they've lost Greenwood for for reasons, so he's not playing for a while. They've, um, they've lost Martial. They have not brought anyone else in either. And our midfield dominated theirs a month ago, and and the United fans on Twitter were talking about Matinho Neves running the show. Like, and, and, and then, you know, they bought in Ronaldo, but one player doesn't make a team. Exactly. In fact, I think Ronaldo's made him worse. You know, like he, he, if you've got you've got this sort of the, the king of gig and press in Ranić, and you uh you've, you've got Ronaldo up front that want to run around. I mean, it's just not going to work, is it? So I, I think it's fine. I think in comparison to where we where we are and with our rivals, I don't, I'm not too concerned. I mean, Brighton, another potential rival, have lost Burn today, and they've not bought anyone else in either. So like. He, he hadn't got long of his contract left, had he, Dan Bird? No, true. But again, it's, they've not strengthened, have they? Not, they've not improved their squad this window. Yeah, my mate, the Wolf has said here as well, like this, Matt, talking like I think, which is great. <laughs> and, and, mate, and the you're so super right? positive, and you're quite funny as well, which is kind of cool. <laughs> um, on, on the flip side, you, so what's the, and the, I mean, look at the, the alternative, and the alternative is like, the Villa or the Everton model, which is buying sort of expensive, you say experienced, I'd say washed up players that have, I mean, Deli Alley for 40 million, he hasn't played football for two years. I mean, if you're buying him for his TikTok videos, I mean, that's a pretty good deal. But buying him for his football, <laughs> it's expensive. You know, and, and I mean, Coutinho, I mean, come on now. If he's not doing it at Barcelona in Spain, he's not doing it at Villa in, in Birmingham, is he, on a, on a, on a Wednesday? I mean, I, I don't see it working, to be honest. But mate, that's got to be line of the line of the night. Deli Alley for 14 million. You, some people call it experience. I call it washed up. Um, it's a lot of money unless you're buying him for his TikTok videos, mate. That is just quality, quality banter. Matt, we've got to get you back on, on this sort of stuff again because live, you're just so funny, mate. <laughs> Brilliant. But your, your points are absolutely right. Let's not look at the, uh, you know, it's not the end of the world, is it? You know, we're in a great position. You've made the points about Arsenal, United, West Ham are having an unbelievable season. We're three points behind them with a ga- with with a game in hand, uh, with two games in hand. And they've got they've got they've got this wadge of money from this Czech owner who they want they want to spend this summer this winter sorry and they can't get they can't spend it they've had bids for Nunes rejected they had bids for Phillips rejected so by the end of this window unless something happens in the next hour and a half they're not buying anybody either so even having money is no guarantee of having a good a good uh, a good transfer window and yeah, like, you're absolutely right it's you know you look at the money that Everton has spent 500 plus million pounds since the owner come in and like they're in a relegation battle you know, Newcastle have got the new, the, the richest club in the world, um, and they're desperately trying to buy players. I mean, it doesn't just because they bought these players in for all of this money, it doesn't necessarily transfer into the fact that that's going to be an upturn in results because you've got to get these players playing as a team. And the one thing that Bruno Large has done, and like when Nuno went, we all had a tear. We got more for the shock. And I stood here and I said, this is going to go one or two ways. Um, they're either going to pay for it um, and it's all going to go very, very toxic and not go right, 
or it's going to be a genius move. And you look back in hindsight now and you have to say they got the call right because Bruno Large has taken that team and improved pretty much every player that they've bought through. And he's had an he's spent his entire life coaching youngsters and working his way up as a coach. And I know some people have said if they don't invest the money, he's gonna he might walk. Why would he walk? This is a dream job for him. He's got his star rising in the Premier League, taking Wolves under the radar, currently into eighth place with a shot, an outside shot of Champions League. If we fall short, we could get Europa League. If we fall a little bit under that, we've got the Conference League. You know, and it, it, what he's done. And, and we lost the first three games of the season playing playing, ab playing absolutely brilliant football. We've taken out the last 18 games, 34 points. Take That's 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 top two for? Yes, astonishing. Absolutely. And and, and I'm, I'm not a, a Fosun apologist, but again... Credit where it's due. They've made they've made a big decision to get rid of Nuno, a club legend. You know, someone who'd given to given you know a quarter million dollars or sorry, I'm keeping dollars, a quarter million uh, pounds to the the city for charity. You know, a really big part of this football club. They got rid of him. You know, with no sentimentality and brought in a relatively unknown, but on a uh, for a reason that has actually worked. And and again, kudos to the decision making. And Bruno has come in and he's done a great job, to be honest. I mean, like you hear him talk, and it's just someone who just knows football i mean he's written books about football bruno has written more books than frank lampard's read i mean like that's amazing i mean we've got this guy in in our coaching our, our players he's just got the, he's got everything like I, I love the bloke i mean he's, 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 he's written coaching books has he yeah he, yeah he's written coaching books about 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 football tactics and about the feet uh, the four three three um and, and people talked about him being inexperienced i mean he's coached for 20 20 years i think it was, was it maybe longer yeah. 30 years all levels, you know, and maybe not first team experience, but he's got more experience than Lampard has got, you know, or take it back to the beginning of the season. And a lot of the fans were like, you know, get Benitez in, you know, like safe pair of hands. And I mean, it's it's this idea of going after washed up, you know, uh, reputations that, that that has to, that's not our way. You know, we're, we're, we're looking for the next big thing and we'll always make mistakes because it's, it's a gamble. You're not going to make every decision correct. But so far, I think our strike rate has been pretty impressive, to be honest. And with it's the budget right. that we've got and the fan base we have and the, the revenue we've got, that's where we have to go. And, and so far, it's worked spectacularly. It really, it really makes some really good points, I think, on Bruno Large. I mean, we also have to take into account when Bruno took over at Benfica halfway through the season, um, Benfica were, when he, were fifth and they ran... The, the remainder of the season, when they had about 18 games left, they won 17 and drew one. He's got he's got a track record, the second half of the season. Daniel Pedence did an interesting um, interview um, a week or two back when he, he actually said, we're kind of like ready for the next step up. We've been training with this manager now for six months. We understand that the players understand that and you can kind of see that in the fact that we're scoring more goals as well. Yeah. I mean, you've got to think it's just, it's just, it's been half a season and he's it's the same players, but in a very different system. You know, I mean not as well, same formation but a different way of playing and half a season and you can see the effect is happening already. You know, look at Liverpool and the Klopp when he first came in. I think they finished eighth in their first season in his first full season or half season. You know, it takes time for these progressive 
um, uh, formations to take hold, you know, and I think it's really interesting the point about Benfica because when 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 Bruno came in, we we're all like Bruno Ball. We're going to score eight goals a game. We're going to win. You know, it's going to be four three three. What I found really encouraging about Bruno is he's not dogmatic. He came in, he looked at the players, played a four at the back at Crew in the uh, first friendly. Thought maybe I haven't got the right players for this one at the moment. Let's stick with a three, but we'll push them right up on halfway and have a higher line. And he's adapted his own sort of football mindset or his own sort of tactics that he prefers to adapt to what's around him. I think that shows a really astute manager who's not tied to his own history or his own sort of like tactical rigidity. Four at the back and he's adapted it and we're playing really, really well. I think it's exciting times. Matt, I've got to ask you the same question as everyone else. I'm sure you've been thinking about this. Um, FA Cup and right now, Good feeling on FA Cup and also where we're going to finish in the league come the end of the season. I mean, so we're definitely going to win the FA Cup. So the question on the league would be, I feel like I feel sixth, but I'm going to go fifth just to be different from the previous caller. So I'm going to go fifth. So it's like, hold on, I'll I'll raise you. I'll raise you. I'll raise you. Because if, if one of us is right, it's fine, right? Like I don't mind to lose that bet to him. It's totally fine if he finishes sixth. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fifth in the FA Cup. Fifth and winning the FA Cup. What a what a thing to finish off your one, Matt. Uh, you're gonna have to come back on extra time because there's a lot of people that are uh, alike in this. Uh, Adrian Wishon said it's right. We've got 148 watching, 51 likes. Bang the likes on the video, absolutely, and don't forget to give us a rating on. Uh, on the podcast, it will be out uh, on tomorrow. The uh, or if you're watching this live, it'll be out on podcast. But yeah, appreciate if you smash a like on the video. Just let YouTube know that you enjoy it, mate. Um, absolutely brilliant. Uh, we'll get you back on extra time again. Super positive. We love it, and you're funny as well, which is great. And we're gonna see whether anyone raises you on the fifth place and the F within the FA Cup. We've only got one person left, and that's going to be Sam coming up after you. Thanks ever so much, Matt. And Thanks, stay Dave. safe, always, stay safe in Dave. Berlin. Talk to you soon. Cheers, man. So yeah, that's uh, that's Matt over in Berlin, in Birmingham. Um, Berlin, Berlin, in Birmingham, Berlin, in Germany. Uh, last but not least, thanks ever so much for waiting. We've got. Uh, the current chairman of the 1877 Trust, Sam Payne. Welcome back to the show, Sam. Good evening, everybody. Just want to say to Matt, a lot of sense there, young man. Totally agree with what you were saying. So, well said. Absolutely brilliant. Well, thanks for waiting so patiently in the green no, room. No, that's all right. Sam, um, I think it, the timing worked out for you tonight to come on late. It did, um, yes. So, yeah, I mean, we've the transfer window's nearly over. over. Yeah. <clears throat> Let me uh, hear, what should, how would you sum it up in one word? Well, I'll just put something to bed for you, okay? Wolves have put the £40 million price tag on Neves's head to try and make clubs not want to try and sign him this window. Yeah. United have come in and they haven't bid £40 million, okay? They haven't bid £30 million. So... United have gone down a different tax and they're now trying to get Dembele from Barcelona for 20 million euros. Yeah. Okay, so I don't think anybody's got to worry. Neves, by the way, in the last month has moved house and bought a house. He ain't going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. Okay. Now that is... That is... 
Yeah, well, that is direct from the man's own mouth. Oh, okay. how, do you, how, do you, he, how do you know that, then? He shops locally in the same supermarket as I do. <laughs> <laughs> Enough, we see him regularly. Regularly see Sar as well, so that's just an interesting one for you. you just um, when you yeah. to the players shopping down the supermarket, makes you laugh, doesn't it? I know, but they do. Anyway, uh, Triore was the big thing that everybody was talking about earlier. Yeah. And I'm going to be very controversial, and I'm sorry, everybody, you probably don't agree with me. I'm glad to see the back of him. I'm sorry, he was a disruption in the dressing room. He was bringing other players down. He was on 45 grand a week. He wanted 125 grand a week. Fosun weren't going to pay it. He wasn't worth it. Simple as that. What? What? Okay, Sam. Um, how do you know he was disruptive in the dressing room? And and what? Do, do you have you got any idea what Wolves did offer him? Um, I do, but I can't. I can't say unfortunately. And this isn't from the trust side. This is personal. I'm quite friendly with the club doctor. Um, okay. I needn't so say any more, really. If I just, you don't have to say anything. So if I go, if I, if all you have to do is go up or down, right? You don't have to say anything. So did they offer him seventy million? So they offered him, oh, sorry, seventy thousand. I'll, I'll be upfront. They offered him fifteen million, fifteen thousand a week more than he was on. So okay. that's sixty thousand. Yeah, and he wanted 120. So there's miles. He wanted 125,000. That's why the contract hasn't been signed for the last two windows. He's had it put to him and he wouldn't sign it. He he wanted away. Tottenham, when Nuno was there, turned his head because he wanted to go with Nuno. Yeah. Obviously, he left. So that took that away from him. The only other place he wanted to go was back to Spain. And he's ended up there. I can see that being a two way deal myself come. Uh, July, um, with him going for the twenty nine million, and hopefully our young young man will come the other way for, I would hope half of that. I would think fifteen million would be a good well, deal. They did, a, they did a similar thing, didn't they, with Eight Norrie in the fact that there was a, a, a money, and then they basically got him for a lot less. I, I, I yeah. think Trinkow at fifteen million is a lot better value than Trinkow at twenty five million. So do I, but I, I think in the background that's happening. I think that's what they're they're thinking on that. The other good news is we have bought players in in the transfer window, but immediately we've loaned them back out to the likes of Grasshoppers, where Jeff She's wife is in charge. You mean our feeder club? You mean our reserve team? Yeah, <laughs> our feeder club, isn't it? Grasshoppers. Yeah. So yeah, but I think I haven't got any worries with Triore going. I do think that uh, Silver. He was out running him the other day when he was on the pitch in the cup he, game. Yeah, so. we haven't mentioned he, He's been fantastic the last few games. Uh, he's so. been cracking. I mean, I, I don't think we give him praise to the players that are there. Kilman in defence. If he doesn't get a call up to the England squad, I don't know who should. Travesty if he doesn't. Travesty. Cody gets his call-ups. Apparently, he's cracking in the dressing room. He supports every player that's there and apparently is the father figure to him. And that's yeah. why he's been constantly picked although he's not getting the game time. So, what can we say? Our Portuguese, we mentioned earlier, Patricio went out and Saar came in. Saar is a total upgrade in every area. He will be the Portugal national team keeper very soon. I don't yeah. see Patricio staying in that slot with the way he's been playing. He's kept us in the game. Some cracking saves over the last four games. Double saves in some of those games. 
with Cody on the line clearing, Kilman clearing. We've got a nice back three that are working together. Um, you mentioned the likes of Bolly coming back from injury. I think they're going to be fighting for places in the team. I don't see us being weak yes, anywhere at the yes, moment. As well. Yeah. That there's more than enough cover in all those positions at the moment. And worst case scenario, if Neves does go this summer, we've got players that are out that'll come back in. They've had game time elsewhere and Bruno will bring them back into the, the new way of thinking. Uh, yeah, so you're not worried about if Neves went? I wouldn't be worried in the summer. I would be now. Yeah. Because he's playing well, but I think come July, August, when they start uh, all those little rumours, he'll be on the top of the list for some of those clubs. And I don't think it'll be Man United's. I think, it'll be the, I think it'll be the Premier League winners, Man City. Oh, bloody hell, man. It's like that. Then, 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 where's he going to play? Then it's like, you know, alongside he'll Green. Be a, he'll be a bench warmer for him, like Grealish. But he'll go for the money. That'll be his turning point. Directly. It's, it's commutable from Wolverhampton, which is what a lot of players do. And we'll wait and see. You, you never know in football. Fosun is a if business. They that, if they come and pay hundred million, then that's fair enough, and we reinvest it. Well, we'll get we'll get more than our money back, won't we? Well, what did we, we pay? What did we pay for him five and a half years ago? It was peanuts, wasn't it, for how he's played for us? Was it about fifteen million we paid. I can I don't think it was even that with it. Was it thirteen million and some add-ons, it which you've obviously be, yeah. paid? It, I know it was some ridiculously low amount, but it was a lot of money where we were at the time. Uh, but now I think it's progressed, and we've seen. I think we are missing the likes of Laurie Darimple at the club. I, I hate to say that, and I do think that Kevin Thelwell, for all his shortcomings was steering us in the right direction in those early days. And I think Fosen, I don't think they've replaced that with anything, have they, really? I don't see Scott Sellers as the man that's doing that job at the moment. I think it's more Fosen themselves and a certain uh, agent that are steering us down the lines of who we should and shouldn't bring in still. Yeah, well, I, th- I mean, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? I think summer will be very interesting. I mean... You know, if I'd just talk you through to some of these players that we've, uh, we have brought in, um, Sam, to give me your thoughts. Uh, yeah. Heyo, Kenobi, loan back to Grasshoppers, 26-year-old yeah. midfielder. Thoughts on him? I don't know whether he'll actually come to the club. I think that's a money-moving exercise. Right. OK. Shaquino, 21, five foot ten, Portuguese winger, uh, apparently better on his left foot than his right foot, skillful. Uh, on the floor, quite tall for a winger at five foot ten. Um, you know, was it, I think it was, is it Esterol that he's uh, come from? Yeah, uh, and then yeah. yeah. Again, I think he'll be another one that comes through with our nurturing and our playing style with the coaches, and I think we'll we'll see him. Be like another Neto. I think he's going to be a another one vying for the position. Okay, Wang now signed up on a permanent contract. Your thoughts about that? We'll be paying the money in the summer. Cracking deal, and even better that you offset it until the next financial year. That's great, isn't it? Yeah, and do you think he's going to be a major impact for a second half of the season and going forward? And uh, because he is quick, he is strong. I think, yeah, I think if his injury um, clears and he's back to full fitness, I think he'll be one of the sources of the goals. Okay. 
Uh, John Son Bin, 19-year-old Korean winger, loaned to Grasshoppers again. Back out. He is more likely to come back into us, but I think that will be a little so bit is longer. He the Asian Mbappe is supposed to be him. Yeah, that's right. But what did we have when we bought Silver in? He didn't quite fit in the Premier League way. He's been in the background for a little bit. We've had eight months where he's come through with Bruno, and now look at him. So I think the loan to Grasshoppers for that young lad at 19 will probably see him 21 playing in, in the main squad. Okay, going out on loan. Um, well, actually, permanently. Austin Samuel sold to Inverness Caledonian Thistle. Um, being with Wolves since a very young age. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, again, I think that's a, a little bit of business. Don't think he was ever going to break into the main main first squad. So take the money. That's, that's much the business pay, nature much, of the club. You know how much that's for? It hasn't been disclosed yet. What are you thinking? It won't be a lot, will it? I would, I would think a million. couple of million. Yeah, I think a couple yeah. of million. Three, if we're lucky, with maybe some add-ons. But again, okay. it, it, it's all money in to balance the FFP books this this actual season. Okay, Jordo, um, just coming back from his uh, long-term injury to Grasshopper's thoughts on that. Yeah, again, that's getting him some game time, isn't it? I think he'll feature in their squad, and uh, he'll come back to us in the summer, and and hopefully he'll get some game time. I like Jordo. Yeah, he played well. Uh, Sanderson came back and now gone to QPR. He started on the bench in their last match. QPR, of course, pushing uh, for promotion and playoffs. I, I can see the championship. Yeah, I can see him being sold to them in the summer if he has some good game time for them, which it looks like he, he will be. I can see them putting a bid in, and we'll probably accept that. Um, then we've got um, Oscar Burr. Obviously, I can't believe he's still here, man. He was—he seemed about, no, he was I mean, about ten when I've, I, I say didn't didn't he sort of have a bit of time with the academy? Then he's gone through the uh, the under seventeens and the under twenty ones, and yeah, I don't I'm know. Just, I'm just being told by the producer he's got a contract with Oxford United. There we go. Fair play. Walsall could have done with him. Um, I, I think Walsall could have done with anybody, couldn't they? Oh, man. My mate runs Walsall fan TV. Seriously, he's depressing, right? <laughs> yeah. Ryan, Ryan Giles on loan to Blackburn, not with any option to buy or sell, because uh, Bruno apparently wants him back uh, challenging next season. Yeah. yeah, he wants him to have some more game time, which he's not getting at Wolves. So he sent him out to get that at Blackburn, which he'll play all through their remaining games, I think, unless... Injury takes anything. So again, it'll be another one vying for a position in the in the first team. And um Paul Somerset Wolf here. Has Morgan Give White got a future at Wolves? That's the only thing I'll say to that one. <laughs> no. Do you want him back? Let's see how many people make comments. Um well actually, yeah. I mean, leave your thoughts in the comment section. Um a thumbs up. If you'd like Morgan to be in and around the main team next year, if you think he deserves his chance, thumbs down if you think Wolves should sell him. Um, my views on this is quite interesting because I, I do think Morgan's talented. Um, I do think he's got something. I think he, he can play a pass. I think I, I do think he's let himself down um, on some silly mistakes that he's made yeah. in terms of like... I'm a, I'm a celebrity footballer and I think it might have gone to his head. He's got the glamour girlfriend. 
<laughs> um, he, you know, pretty girl. Um, I think he's got. Yeah. Um, I think he's had some bad influence around him. I think he's gone out on loan at Swansea last year. He did well till he got injured. Yeah. I think he's done well at Sheffield United. Um, I think he's been. He's becoming a man. I don't know whether or not I would let him go. I, th- I think he's still you, got a chance. Would you leave him out then another season on loan and see what he's like as he's sort of in his mid-twenties maybe, a little bit more mature, lost a little I, bit more hot-headedness? I, I, I think personally, I think if I was Bruno, I would get him back in the summer and see what his attitude was like and see what the reports were on how he was at Sheffield United uh, use him in pre-season and give him a chance. Same as probably he'll give to Ryan Giles and a couple of other yeah. ones, and then either sell him or loan him out. I suppose there is that too. You, you you always send them out, maybe review them in the close season, and then if it's not worked out, put him back for another loan for six months. Well, here's a quite interesting one, uh, Dave. I've got some. I've got three things here. Dave the Dead, great name. Morgan <laughs> Gibbs deserves a chance after impressing this season. At least check him out in pre-season, yeah. then Godfrey says, Morgan Gibson-White is no more than championship material, is a distraction, sell him. And then we've got Ola Poulsen, we want Morgan Gibson-White at Bramall Lane from a Blade. So we've got a Blades fan watching and they want Hello, Blades fan. I know. All right. How much are you going to bid them, Blades fans? What would you say he's worth? Yeah, actually. I'll, 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 put, I'll put 10 million on his head then now for you. Would you pay it? 10 million. Yeah, would you pay it? Well, we'll see. Would Ola pay ten million? Would could they afford it? I don't think they could, could they? Well, let's uh, Billy, just see what he thinks. Billy Big Chop said he'd rather have Morgan than uh, than Donk. Um, what? That's what he's saying. Uh, Adrian says, "Okay, let Bruno tell him what he needs to do and give him his last chance." Please ask Sam how Bruno gets along with the players. Says Jose. Jose, from what I'm told, very well. Um, he portrays himself to them. They know exactly what he wants. They listen and they, they try and give him what he's asking for. Um, he's got, like Nuno said he had originally when he came, he got a plan. Um, his plan was a four-year plan. I think after the, what you've seen so far, I think he's got us well on the way to that plan. Fantastic. Well, there's Ola Paulson said um, you're 10 million. It's a lot of money. There you go. There, so that tells you everything. You'd be talking two or three million for the lad. Um, you think two or three million for Morgan Gibbs White? No, yeah, I don't. I don't think he'd go for any more. Oh, I do. He's, he's English for one. That that doubles the price. I mean, if if people are saying forty million for Neves, if Neves was English, oh. they'd be saying eighty million. Just like Jack Grealish went for a hundred million and Kane. I don't understand how Jack Million went. Jack Greedish went for a hundred million. I mean, he's not—he's not really British. He's from Birmingham. What can you say? Sutton Coalfield and Solihull and all those places he frequented, and he needed to learn to drive, didn't he, before he went? Because he, 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 he was like, always bashing. Oh. And I don't think he's—I don't think uh, Grealish. I think he's a talented player. Don't get me wrong. I think he, you know, his control is—you know—he gets a few fouls and he's got a little bit of magic in him. But I think 100 million was a lot of money uh, for Grealish. And I don't think he's anywhere near repaid that transfer fee. No. No. Um, he's not looking at 100 million player at uh, Manchester City. No, nowhere near yeah. it, is he? I, I, I just don't understand 
why they even bought him in the first place. I, just, I never understood that signing. Because they the can, the probably. I think, I think that's that they got the money, so they did, to stop somebody else having him. Well, that's kind of probably it. I and mean, then look at City running away with the league again. Yeah. Uh, we're going to close the show. We're coming up to uh, just over one hour, 45 minutes. So we will close the show, um, which I need to ask you, Sam, first of all, Couple of things. How's the uh, the eighteen seventy seven trust going? Uh, what's your membership like? Right, um, we're we're over one hundred and seventy members now, um, so it's growing weekly, um, yeah. home and abroad, not just in the UK. We've got had somebody from San Diego join this week, so we, we are getting everywhere. Um, we are having a um, AGM, the board that was put in as the interim board myself one of those we're all up for re-election um our members are in the process of having out um sent out election packs um i've been asked to restand and the members that are there at the moment are happy with what i'm doing so i've agreed i'll restand so my name's gone back into the hat unless somebody wants to to come in in my place any parties or anything like that when you shouldn't be so um no, I did mine all correctly in, in protocol and I didn't have them in the back garden after we'd worked. We just went to the Emerald Club and did it there. <laughs> <laughs> Even had Jody Craddock came to the last meeting. There you I go. know, I know, yeah, no, you did I couldn't make it. I went to the uh, I went to the uh, the first one, it was really good. Um, yeah. down at the uh, the Emerald Club. So when's the AGM? It will well, we're going to give eight weeks notice. It will be, I believe, some point in April. Possibly the 4th of April is the date that we've pencilled in at the moment. Uh, and that'll be a, a 7.30. I don't have it on the 1st of April, will you? No, because that'd make a right fool of it, wouldn't it? It would, yeah. Yeah, no, the, the idea is as well, so that because we've got that many people that are abroad now that are joining, we're going to do a, um email electronic vote and a vote through the website um, for members because obviously you have to be a member to vote in the the agm but for those of you that are out there we are getting heavily involved with the club now um members of the trust are being invited onto all the focus groups that wolves have set up um i myself have offered my name tonight to go on the retail one because uh, i i think at a price of 24 pounds for a shirt i think it's the correct price not the 55 pounds they've been charging um so, Sam, Sam, I, I kind of understand the model. Uh, the uh, do you, I'll, on the, on that, mate. Just to give you an idea, just to give you a thing, this is why. Um, in terms of like they at Wolves make more money on the um, I believe on the actual replica kit than they do on the pro kit. But they do. but um, if you look at the cost of um, uh, the, if you look at the cost of shirts across the whole of. Football, that's about the right, the about the ballpark figure. There's no way in a million years that a, a replica shirt is ever going to come down to 30, 30 pounds again. It's not going to happen. But it tells you how much they're making from the replica shirt. People, but people are buying them and they will buy that's, them. That's, that's the problem. But it's one of the things as a trust, we can put the, the fans' voices to the club and say, look, this is a ridiculous price for. Do you really I think should. it's a ridiculous price? No, it's not. I do. It is. It's ridiculous. Well, I'm, I'm telling you now, Sam. I'm like I'm a fan, and I don't think fifty-five pound for a reg for a, for a for a replica shirt, 
which you wear for the season, is, you know, you buy, you go into a shop and you buy I'll anything from any shop for a top, unless you I'll go tell- shopping Primark. I'll, t- um, I'll tell you what it's like then, Dave, okay? You've got a family, okay? You've got three kids. Money, yeah. yeah, four kids. They all want a wolf shirt. Do you not okay? think, though, that the, the junior shirt should be less rather than the adult across, shirt? Across the, across the board, it should be. So yeah. mum and dad want a shirt because they want to be the same as the kids when they go. They've got three kids that they take to the match. They're spending over two grand a year in season tickets for the five of them. And yeah. then they're asked to spend over £170 to buy the shirts. It's gone mad. It really has. But David and Dad is saying back in the nineties they were forty quid. No, they weren't. They were they were twenty five quid back in the nineties, Dave. Um, they went up to um, thirty five pounds, um, and then they went up to forty two, and then they went to forty nine, and then they've gone to fifty five. I've kept my notes on on these because I uh, I do actually collect the shirts. I know you do, but, but I must admit I have this season bought some shirts direct from Castori, and they were nowhere near the £55. They were actually less than I've paid in the sale for this one. Well, that's interesting. I think they're going to love you on the retail group if you go on there. I know. That's why I thought I'd I'd put my name forwards. Um, But, hey-ho, that's what it is. But But as you say... It's an interesting one. I I mean, obviously, this is about the transfer window. I think the quality, Mm. personally, of the Castori range is so much better than Adidas. It is, but I, I do think that again, it's been done as a, a little thing because we can branch into other types of merchandise. And Castore were prepared to go with the club and do it. Well, here we go. I'm just giving you some feedback now. Um, Andrew Benton, let's just give Sam some feedback. Andrew, a 50 pounds increase on last year's. Roger Tomlinson says it's a bit expensive. Paul Somerset Wolf says 55 pounds is bad. Uh, Lucy says, I'm happy to pay £55. Um, multiple promotions have let down the £55. Um, Will Fosen pay for the £70 trivial on the basis of the... I don't know what to think. Um, I missed the end of that one. Quality. So I, I, don't, I, I think you're getting some feedback there from Wolves fans on here. There's yeah. mixed, isn't there, on there? Pardon? Bit of mix on there, isn't it? A lot of people say I don't think happy. That, I don't think that the general view is that fifty-five pounds is too much. I personally think that maybe if it was around forty-five pounds, would probably be. It's a bit like Fabio Silva; it would have bought him for twenty million rather than you know thirty-five million. Um, but like, I, I, I think would you? Would the fans all buy the home, the away, um, and the third kit? So they spend £165 on three shirts. I'll tell you where where I'm at. If I like the shirt, I buy it. If I don't, I don't buy it. I don't just buy it because it's like I bought the home shirt this year, but I didn't buy the home shirt um, the the year before or the year before that because I just didn't like it. If I don't like it, I won't buy it. That's fair enough. I'll buy it. I think when you're talking about a family, obviously it can can mount up, it can cost, and maybe there should be... But the kids' kids prices are are less anyway. 
Uh, normal yeah. price for a Nike into Milan shot is is ninety euros. Um, fifty pounds for a pint of pint South Bank or Vice Thousands. <laughs> you know, yeah, there's uh, things. Uh, how, how would fans feel? This is something from a trust point of view. How would fans feel um, instead of silly membership packs? They had a voucher towards buying money off a shirt, and same with their season ticket. How would they feel if that was a better deal? That's well, something to be honest, I some of these membership packs with the, with the socks and stuff that don't get delivered, I think people have been frustrated. Yeah. I just don't. I just. I just think because I've talked to a lot of people, Sam, as you can imagine, I, I don't necessarily think fifty-five pounds is way over the odds when you compare it to everything else that people go and buy because they do. But I do think if it was a little bit cheaper, it would be good. But what we want Wolves as a club. Um, to grow their revenues and the retail operation has, has, has tripled and it's only going to get more because they want to be able to sell these shirts around the world, um, which is why they've got the, the cash story model. Um, I know we're going a bit off tack here. Maybe we, we, we should are, yeah. do, a, we, should do a, we should do a video maybe about things like this and we'll get you on, Sam. Mm. It would be quite good. Yeah. But but um, the Castori model, uh, the Wolves have got license to produce themselves. The Adidas model, there was not a lot of margin in it, which is why they couldn't open it up. The Castori model, Wolves can produce and open up and produce their own gear. And that's how they're trying to create the revenues to be able to get Wolves to compete on the same level as these bigger clubs because those revenues are going to hopefully increase coming to the club to be able to get Wolves to be able to spend more. And the question that we should be asking is, are we happy to pay that money if Wolves bring in more revenue and they invest it in the team and the infrastructure? I guess. I guess, yeah, that's that's a good point. If they did that, then, it, yeah, it'd be more reasonable, but they don't. Stuart Martin said, membership would be better with a bigger discount in the shop, drive more revenue with better price points. So there's a good one. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's quite interesting. I can take I can take all this to the head of uh, head of retail anyway. Um, I know Vinny will, will chat about it and a few of the others. So uh, we can put it to them because there's been a lot of uh, annoyed members this year that still didn't receive packs till January. I know, I've sort <laughs> of was, heard about that. I've yeah, heard about sounds that. crazy. But hey-ho. Anyway, on, on one final thought then. Um, I did read that uh, we are trying to get... Uh, Milosevic, I think you pronounce his name, um, from um, Parmesan or some weird odd team that they're, they're trying to do a deal for 20 million euros, but they look like they're going to loan him back out for the rest of the season, back to the 20 team. million euros? Yeah. I they're going to buy someone with... They're going to... 20... Parmesan trees from Parmesan cheese. Parmes, Parmes, I can't pronounce the name of it, but I, I was just looking as Why you were speaking there. 20 million euros and loan him back out? I know, makes no sense, does it? So I know, that's, look at Martin's that's the thought. I know. Somebody have that's it. Thank you, partisan. Thank you. Oh, but it's not partisan Roger. Belgrade, is it? No. Yes. Partisan Belgrade. Is they yes. Serbian or something? Aren't they, mate? Yeah. Pot, mate, I love having you on. It's great to have the debate and uh, you know a bit of pushback and stuff like that. It's <laughs> good TV. Listen, and that's my job uh, on here, Sam. Um, finally, Sam, um, because we're going up to the two hour mark, which yeah. is the longest one I've ever done, I think. <laughs> it's been brilliant. <laughs> uh, can you give me your gut feeling on FA Cup, 
what yeah where we how far we going and your gut feeling sam straight away right right. fa cup final okay i can see it happening this year and we're going to get through the semi on penalties I'll tell you what, it'll get, we're get through the semi on penalties. On penalties, yeah. I'm telling we're you now, do it. Sam. I'm telling you right this now, Sam. If you are right on this, I am playing this back after the match on the semi final, <laughs> and I'm going to start calling you Nostradamus. Nostradamus, yeah. I can see it happening. I, I predicted last time we had our little run and we beat Liverpool and all those. I predicted all those and my bets came in. I was really happy with that. The only one that I'd really like to see and I'd really like to rub on a crystal ball here and say, oh, we can finish third, second, wherever. But realistically, I think at the moment we are more points in the bag than we had previously last season at this point. So we're doing well there. I can see us catching two of those teams above us. And I don't see any issues in us ending up. It's either going to be a fifth or a sixth place, and I think it's more likely to be sixth. That's well said, mate. David the Dead, he said he's checked his old programmes, but yet 1998-2000 premature was 39.99 for adult, 44.99 for long sleeve. Only problem I have with the with the shirt is the sponsor. I think he's on about the the current. Well, don't worry, don't worry, folks, because betting companies. Can't be sponsors in the Premier League as of next season. Uh, Merv Bennett says it's going to be a live night leaving Wembley if it goes to Pens then. Yeah, it'd be great, wouldn't it? And Stuart Kirsten said the cost of shirt relates to very fast main in the right in cost reserve. And mate, it's been brilliant. I love throwing all these things at you. We're literally <laughs> 13 seconds away from two hours. So I'm just going to say thanks to everyone that's watched in the uh, in the chat and contributed. Thanks to all the pundits that's come on tonight. Uh, we'll definitely get all of them back on again. Um, you guys in the chat have been absolutely brilliant. If you're watching this live on YouTube, before you go, please just hit that like button for me. Uh, as I say, it lets YouTube know. If you're brand new, please consider subscribing. If you're watching it back on uh, Catch Up, like iPlayer, you can do the same thing. And if you're listening to this on the Always Walls podcast, go on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review, will you? Because uh, Apple will like that. Sam, absolutely brilliant. Final thoughts. How can people join the Trust and how much? Go on to the Trust website, www.wolves1877trust.co.uk. Click onto the membership page and just follow the instructions and the link. £5 for an adult or a family, two adults and two under 16-year-olds for £12. And even get a pin badge for four quid if you want I've one. Got, I've bought the pin badge. You know, I thought it was a bit expensive, mind you, but I still got it. <laughs> cheaper, cheaper, it. cheaper than others. And that, mate, I'm just joking. I've got. I'm having, a, I'm having a little one back. But you like uh, the pin badge, do you? I do. I like my pin badge. I, I bought well, it. Just... I just wanted to help the trust. You know, and it does help. So it all goes yeah. into the, into the kitty. Right That's from right. myself, from Sam, from all of the guests. Uh, we're just going to be logging off wherever you are in the world. Uh, your families and up the wolves. Let's hope that we continue this winning run. Let's hope that we do make top five, top six, top four, and we get to that. We and your thing comes through. I, I, mate, if we get that goes to penalties, I don't know how I'm going to watch it, but let's hope we get there. Hang on. Here we go. I'm just, I'm just going to put it on. There you go. I'm on their site now, just putting the bet on. <laughs> You've done it. That'd be amazing. Yeah. And what's the odds on that? 100 to 1. <laughs> 100 to 1, mate. You heard, you heard it here first from, Nos- from Sam Nostradamus Payne. 
Fantastic. <laughs> Until oh, the next before. one, guys, which will be at the weekend for Norwich, always Wolves. God bless you all. See you all soon. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.